Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Blog Talk Radio. Wake up feeling blessed up, pissing on that dresser. Ain't afraid to show it, I'll expose it if I dress up. Riding in that tester, roasted nigga ketchup. Sipping on that several, till I messed up, like yes sir. Now I'm getting changed, people looking at me strange. Like niggas switching lanes, never change, still the same. We fuck bitches, get paper. We fuck niggas on paper. We walk around with lasers, we probably own some tasers. Lame niggas disgrace us, they girlfriends want
what Boy Crazy Radio is. Uh, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show, okay? It's kind of like Loveline, except I'm not Dr. Drew. I serve as like a big sister, uh, you know, the big sister you never even knew that you, you wanted or needed, okay? You won't regret it, though. I'm like the best big sister ever. Anyway, Boy Crazy Radio is for anyone and everyone out there. Yes, even you, you fucking freak. Yeah, you fucking derelict. Anyway, this is the place for you. You should, you should, uh, you should feel safe in the sweater that Boy Crazy Radio is, because it's gonna, it's gonna make you cozy and warm and feel safe and protected and loved and like you belong somewhere and like something fits. Anyway, if any of the following descriptions sound familiar to you, then you should know for a motherfucking fact that Boy Crazy Radio is the place for you. <clears throat> Oh, God, so gross. I hate when you can hear people swallow or, like, I mean, like, food uh, or, like, eat or just, like, the sounds, just all those sounds. And we're all just human and we all, oh, God, it's all so gross. Anyway, I don't even, I just feel like maybe I sounded like I was foaming at the mouth. And maybe I was. I wasn't, but it's what I sounded like, so I might as well have been. It's fucking gross. Anyway, if any of the following things I'm about to say sound familiar to you, then this is the place for you. All right? Are you sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered all uh, in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom just binge eating and picking at your face like a monster? Well, cut it the fuck out. You're going to be all pockmarked and gross and nobody's going to love you. Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction? Or is this helping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Oh, my God. Tell me about it. Are your friends total assholes who talk behind your back but then smile to your face? I know. Jesus Christ, I can't stand that. Can't you just trust anyone or feel safe with anybody anymore? I mean, this is like an age-old problem. It's been going on forever. Anyway, is the guy or girl you like not responding to your text messages, your, your emails, your Facebook posts, your retweet, or your Instagram likes? Ugh. Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Oh, my God. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face, in the form of a podcast masquerading as a radio show? Then this is your goddamn lucky day, because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. Ugh, you guys. Now that's all behind us. Now that you know what you're in for, let's just talk. Let's just be here together. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't even give you the number. Anyway... Listen, pick up your fucking smartphone. You can call in using Skype or Gmail or whatever it is that you need to get through to dial. And uh, dial 646-378-0649. Once again, save this number on your smartphone, I said. Jesus. 646-378-0649 is the number. Um, yeah, and then we can just wrap as they say, or whatever. Um, oh, my God. I am totally stressed out. This is a very stressful week for me. So talking to you will make me feel better. Hearing your woes and uh, anxiety-ridden, you know, tales or whatever will make me feel better about myself. And I feel like I might make you feel better about your life because I feel pretty stressed. Um, so let's help each other out like that. Uh if I wasn't here last week, did I cancel last week? Or was last week was with the blank tape? I don't even know what's going on anymore. All I know is I'm going to New Orleans for a week tomorrow. Uh, I got a job, like, working in some movie thing. So I just got this phone call, and they were like, 
So we're giving you this part, which is awesome because I'm a terrible auditioner. Uh, and I'm going to go to New Orleans. And I never usually talk about acting stuff. I always keep that separate. But, I mean, I have to explain why the fuck I'm going to New Orleans. New Orleans? New Orleans? Anyway, so I'm getting up at 5 a.m. tomorrow, uh, getting on a plane to go do that. Going to be there for a week. And then I'm coming back home to Los Angeles for a day, for less than 24 hours. And then I'm going to get on another plane, and I'm going to go visit a friend of mine. Uh, which sounds pretty hectic, but I'm doing it because it's fun. I'm going to feel like Katy Perry did when she dated Russell Brand and she tried to make it all work. Anyway, uh, you know, I'm just trying to be a jet setter. I'm not really going, I'm not going to like Madrid or anything. But um, anyway, this is neither here nor there. So, and then uh, that's why I'm having an early show tonight because I have stuff to do later tonight, but I didn't want to cancel, so this is fine here. Other stuff that happened. I mean, I don't even know. Phone lines are open. Pick up the phone. Let me know you're listening. Because if I don't know you're listening, then it's just so sad. I mean, if you don't call in, I don't know you're out there. So the number is 646-378-0649. And if you can't call in during the live show, you can tweet me your question at I'm Boy Crazy, the letter I, the letter M, B-O-Y-C-R-A-Z-Y. Oh, my goodness. Um. I mean, so many things happened this week. It's, it's like so many things happened that I can't even remember, and this and basically just sounds like I have no story. Um, Mother's Day happened, and here's – oh, yeah, because I haven't actually sat down during an episode of Boy Crazy Radio just to, like, you know, indulge myself and just fucking talk about what's been going on in my life because I've, I've had guests on the show, like Avi Buffalo and, and the Blank Tapes and stuff. Um, well, Mother's Day happened, and I had a really cozy day with my mom last week or whenever that was, and she came over. And I don't know what's gotten into me, but my mom gave me a guitar a long time ago. And I've always had this, like, weird, like, block against women playing guitars, like, especially acoustic guitars or maybe electric guitars. But I have an acoustic guitar at my house that my mom gave me. And I've had this fucking block that's my problem that is all about me and my issues. Uh, and I've just thought, ew, I don't like it when women hold guitars. Like, that's fucked up, but that's how I felt. And I don't know if it's because my mom was a musician and I was, like, judging her or I was like, oh, I don't want that to be me or I was embarrassed. I don't know what it was. Um, oh, I just got an email. How exciting. Uh, oh, my God. All right. Let's just get through this. Holy shit. Um, okay. So my mom comes over, and lately, I don't know what happened, but I just – she made sure that I had a guitar in my house. So, that like, in case I had a friend over who could play guitar. And all my friends are musicians – I would have a guitar so they could pick it up when they came over. Uh, and out of the blue, one day, like maybe a few weeks ago or a month ago or something, I like maybe a few weeks ago, I picked up the guitar and I was like, oh, this seems nice. I'm just going to give this a go. Because usually I like to like make up little songs or melodies, just like melodies, using my voice or something when I'm like driving or just by myself. And I'm very shy about it. It's a real scary thing for me because I'm super insecure about it all. I don't know why. Maybe it matters to me so much, but it doesn't matter to me as much anymore, and I'll get to that. And this will be like a life lesson for anybody out there who wants to try anything, but you're shy about it, Um, because I'm like the guinea pig. So I pick up this guitar, and I start like trying to come up with melodies while I'm just like playing the two chords that my mom taught me like 10 years ago. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my God, it's so much easier and fun and sounds really nice to make up melodies off the top of my head over this, like, guitar sound, because these strings sound pretty nice. This is pretty crazy. <laughs> anyway, so it's like, uh, you know, I don't know. 
stupid goes to band camp or something, and I'm stupid. But um, all right. So I started doing that, and that was a blast. And um, then I got really into it and started making up songs and sending them to all of my, like, musician friends who actually make a living being musicians, which is, like, so – I'm self-aware enough to know that that is super embarrassing. And if I were on the other end of a text message from me and, they, and like, get in my – and, like, I was in a band that was, like – like a legitimate band and my and my non-musician friend was like hey i just wrote a song i'm sending it to you in voice memo form yeah it's cringeworthy it's terrifying because you don't want to open that shit up first of all you got your own shit to do you don't want to hear some boneheads like you know lame attempt at music and if it's horrible which it probably will be it's embarrassing and you don't want to be friends with that person anymore well i took that chance anyway anyway (laughs) and i sent these two little songs that i wrote uh, that are super naive and like, you know, whatever to like everybody I knew, like baby steps. I got more and more comfortable and I would frame it saying things like, uh, Oh, you know, this is like, you know, uh, you know, band, band camp for dum-dums and I'm just trying to figure stuff out. And this is me trying to learn how to play guitar and strum and sing a melody at the same time, which is like super difficult. Who knew? So I was just trying to like, frame it in such a way that I was showing how self-aware I am, but I really wanted to share this new experience that I was having with all my close friends who happen to be musicians, and a lot, most of them are men, it's just like, and it's scary, um, so I did that, so on Mother's Day comes around, and I'm full swing in my love of this guitar that my mom left in my house years ago, and to my mom, she just must be ecstatic, because something has come full circle, there's been an energy shift. Life is exactly how she's wanted it to be forever, I think, because all of a sudden, not only is it Mother's Day and she's being glorified, or, like, she's being, like, you know, celebrated, but I'm like, hey, Mom, bring over a Starbucks. And, and of course, I'm how shitty of me to ask her for a Starbucks? I mean, and make her come to my house on Mother's Day. But whatever, I, I, I go to her house. Leave me alone. Anyway, oh, Missed you guys. Um, basically, it's just me in my apartment right now, just talking to myself. Like maybe nobody's out there, and that's totally fine. But I've got a lot of rambling to do because I have a lot of pent up energy. I have not had sex in a long time. We'll get to that later, or will we? Uh, and I'm gonna finish my story. Okay. So, yeah, my, it's my mom's lucky day. There's an energy shift. Not only is her daughter wanting to hang out with her, which I usually do anyway, but uh, whatever. But, you know, she's bringing over lattes, and I asked her to bring her guitar so we could write a song together. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the complexity of, like, how much growth has to be? Like, moms are, as great as a mom is, they get pretty annoying fast. I mean, don't they? Come on. I think they do. I mean, whatever. Um, But then for, like, to, like, suggest writing a song, like, Mom, let's write a song together. That's just, like, I don't know, kind of a big deal for me. So she comes over, we played a little bit of guitar, but then she brought over a tape um, from when I was four months old of her getting getting a psychic reading for me um, when, when I was four months old. And we listened to it, and it was about an hour long, and it was fucking spot on, down to the fact that it's like, you know, my relationships and what kind of people I attract and to like what kind of work I'm going to get into and... Um, how much energy I have and all this fucking shit, like spot on. I got real detailed and it was intense and that was amazing. And that was like an hour long. And like, you know, I just like my mom and I drank her lattes and listened to this and it was fantastic and whimsical and ethereal and dreamy and 
I don't know. I'm into that. I like psychics. I like shamans. I like the unknown. I like believing that there's something else out there other than what you can just see and touch. And I like mysticism and mystical, exciting stuff. And uh, anyway, and oh my God, I even bought crystals the other day, but that's, that's another story to get to you guys. See what happens when I have guests on the show. I have guests on the show. I, I, uh, you know, I have to hold back. I can't tell you my life thoughts and feelings about the, you know, the rigmarole of every day and all my, my, uh, my experiences. And this is what happens. They get all pent up, and then I just end up in my apartment just talking into my iPhone into the abyss. And hopefully you're there to witness it. Anyway, so then she plays this other, like, mini micro recorder recording of me. I guess we're just celebrating. My mom and I were just celebrating being mom and daughter on Mother's Day, which is what you're supposed to do. Um, so she plays me this mini tape that she found of me sitting on her lap when she was writing a song. Um years and years and years ago because my mom makes music and she's a singer and she's been in bands forever and she's amazing and she plays guitar really great um and she's an amazing singer and all this stuff so you know that's always been her world and her life so she was writing a song years and years ago when I was very little and I was sitting on her lap and I guess what I did was I took the recorder out of her hand because she was recording her songs into it and what she was coming up with and I went my turn it's my turn and then I just started making up some song uh I don't like this word. I don't like words about gross stuff, but it was about stuff in her nose. And it was, uh, I'm still not going to say the word. It starts with a B. But I was making up a song. The little Lexi version of me, I guess, is a, is a lot freer with bodily weirdness. But whatever. So the little version of me on her lap that was like two or three or whatever was like, my turn. And then I sang a song about the stuff that lives inside of her nose and her nostrils and how cozy it must be up there and, and uh, all that stuff. Um, anyway, so that's what we did. And then we finished it off. We topped it off by watching a documentary about Cher's mom. Cher made a documentary about her mom and their family. And it's fucking fantastic. And you should totally see it. Run, don't walk to your nearest computer and uh, get it on iTunes or Amazon or whatever. It's called Dear Mom, Love Cher. So we watched that. I didn't cry. I got very inspired because basically the whole thing is the mom, Cher's mom was a singer and her dreams never became realized but she was really talented and like super glamorous but she was like a single mom and trying to make ends meet and it just never really hit for her. Something always went wrong or she would make a wrong decision or she would let a man make a decision for her or something or she would choose a man instead of her career or something. So you know and, and I guess her mom finally came out with an album like in her 80s and uh, it was just it, it really cool because through this movie, you just kind of realize, like, it's, we're all ageist, okay? It seems, I mean, that's not true. Small-minded people and young people are ageist. Like, you're like, oh, my God, life ends, life ends at 30. You know what I'm talking about? To all the seven, 15-year-olds and 17-year-olds and 20-somethings, if you're out there and you're listening, tell me if you agree with this or not. But there is a subconscious or conscious belief that life ends when you're 30. And then... The thing is, I was watching this documentary, and I've watched, you know, a million other things, and I'm more evolved than that, but the thing is, and I look at my mom, and I look at women I respect, and I read biographies, and, and just pay attention to things around you, life doesn't, it's like, I just have to say this to all these, like, teenagers, or, like, ages, mean, 20-somethings, life doesn't end when you're 30, and life just keeps going, and if you're lucky enough to, you know, live till you're super old, or 80, or 100, or whatever, uh, hopefully you're happy that you're living that much that that long, and you've got to keep coming up with ways to 
make life interesting and exciting and you got to get over all your fear and like walk through all your fucking crippling fear and like do all the things you want to do but you never did and like part of me oh my god I'm fucking rambling I will get to a phone call at some point phone lines are open 646-378-0649 see this is what happens when I do an earlier show um I swear I usually have callers um anyway um and that's something I don't know what happened but that's something with like the me wanting to like write a song even if it's naive and I don't know what I'm doing and why would I know what I'm doing I'm just starting out I don't know what I'm doing I'm just doing it for fun I do a million things I do this podcast and I write my website and I have a, a bunch of other things that that I'm doing um I act and I like fucking do commercials and I like write tv shows and I'm producing a talk show for my website like these are all things that I like do that are fun that I like doing that I make money from that I also enjoy and they're all different they're all different, but they're all, like, you know, in the same family of, like, entertainment and expressing yourself and being creative and all this stuff. But, like, I've always liked music, and I've always dated musicians, and I've always surrounded by myself with musician people, like, male and female. Um, and, like, I don't know. I think maybe it was just part of that is probably because I just, you know, I love that world. I love these people. I feel very comfortable around them. But why is that? I don't know. Maybe because my mom is a musician. My dad's a photographer. So that's like the family. And and they're not like famous people either. They're like, my parents like tried their best and they did their stuff. And they were like, you know, that. but that's how they made their living. But it wasn't easy. And anyway, so that's, that's where I come from. I'm like a latchkey apartment baby with these parents who these creative kind of struggling parents who like, you know, had moments and then didn't, and it was hard, but, like, I just have these eclectic, eclectic family I come from, so maybe that explains why I like the people and surround myself with the people that I surround myself with, but the point is, and if there is a point, the point I was trying to get to is life keeps going, and, like, for anybody out there, if you love doing something and you're terrified and you have a crippling fear associated with it, just fucking do it now because we're all just going to die. Like we're all, we're all just going to die. You could get hit by a car tomorrow. You could live to your a hundred. Either way, we're going to die. It's like, that's totally guaranteed. It's just a matter of like when and how. And I don't know, just make a list because it's like of things you want to do that you're terrified to do because those are all like blocks. Those are all weird things. And I know you, the time will come and you'll, you'll walk through all the things you need to walk through when, when they, when it's right or something. But like, I don't know. So, so something about having this guitar in my house and me just all of a sudden having this shift in me where I'm like, I want to do this. And this is fun. And I want to bear my soul and be vulnerable to all my friends. And if they hate what I'm doing and they hate like the fact that I'm trying this thing. Well, at the same time though, be self-aware. I mean, because that's, nobody wants you to be like a show off dick. Like if you don't really know what you're doing and then you're like giving your music to like, or whatever you're doing to somebody who's way successful, you don't want to be like, check this out. It's awesome. It's like, relax. Okay, let's just call it what it is. You're trying to sing out and you just want to, like, share it with your friend. I don't know. Because um, you can know it's great, but you don't have to fucking be a dick about it. And I'm not, I'm not saying my songs were great. I'm just saying how to how to handle yourself while you're walking through this uh, unknown territory. Um, so, yeah, big thing for me has been, like, trying to walk through crippling fear. And for me right now, that was that is and was music. So And, and, it's, and it's just this fun thing. And what I've noticed is, even though it's a matter of weeks, I'm getting less and less shy. Like, I still have a lot of disclaimers. Like, if I'm, but like, I ask my friend to make music. Uh, 
do you have a track you can send me? And uh, and they'll send me like a blank track of of music that they that they made, and then I'll, I'll come up with a melody. Like, and I'll be real shy about it, but then I get a little bit less shy, and then a friend will come over and play me. I don't know. It's just like this goes for anything: writing, uh, fucking dancing, working at a company, and learning how to input information and a thing like just fucking walk through the more you do it and all of a sudden it's like all that fuck all the disclaimers and all the i don't know i know this is really dumb but blah, like that will fall to the wayside and you'll get better and better but it's like start now give yourself the time so you can keep moving forward so you can eventually become like good at it and comfortable and then and then it's all not so serious that's another thing and this goes for anything but i'm using the example of music it doesn't i don't know what shifted in me but when I did send these little funny little songs that I sent to my friends, I knew they were just funny little songs. It's not that big of a deal. And if the thing you're sending or the thing, if you just look at anything, is not that big of a deal, you don't take it so seriously. Whether this goes for like, oh, you're hanging out with your mom and she says something in public. It's like, who cares? She's just saying something in public. She's saying some dumb joke at Starbucks, you know, in front of people you might think are cool. Nobody cares. Nothing's that important. Isn't that is that important? Things are only as important as you make them, and and things only have as much weight as you give them. Like if you don't give a fuck about something, you can do anything. Like if I like fucking, you know, I don't know. If I like fucking, I'm all over the place. I can't. I can't focus. But anyway, I had a point somewhere in there. That was my thought. Um, I'm going to check Twitter. If you have any questions, you can tweet them to me now at I'm Boy Crazy. Also, uh, I have a thing called Boy Crazy Voicemail. So if you can't call in during the live show, you can leave a voicemail message on boy, in the boy, boy Crazy Voicemail box, and I'm going to get one of those. I'm going to go to one of those and see what's going on with people. All right. Someone gave me this number in order to just vent, and that's what I need to do. So I'm sorry if this is the wrong place, but... I'm really frustrated with everything in my life right now. My ex-boyfriend has re-entered my life after a very abusive relationship and a tough breakup. What's worse is his best friend, who just exited an equally frustrating relationship, is now chasing after me. But he follows everything with, if things were different, like... I would love to be your girlfriend. I would make everything better if things were different. But I don't want him. I want my ex-boyfriend. I want the smell of his skin on my clothes. And I want I want to be doing his laundry, and I want to wake up next to him, and I want to have stupid arguments over who has to pack the next bowl. I see him now, and I see him sad and fucked up on drugs and just bitter and it breaks my heart I still love him with everything inside of me because on top of all he was my best friend and now that I don't have that I'm missing something and I don't know how to fill the void except for promiscuous sex and that is what's have set me back even farther than I could ever imagine. (laughs) 
So now I'm this girl that he would never want. And I feel so fucking tired. Tired and, and mutilated almost. I don't know. I just wish that he could really see, like, why and what, like, why I did what I've done and what I am doing now to make things better for him. And no, I shouldn't be changing for him, but I don't care enough about myself to. I just don't. Oh, my God. Oh, way to get serious. I'm just ranting about myself, trying to make a point for people. Oh, my God, that was so fucking intense. Oh, God. I know she was just venting, and she's not asking for advice. But I'm a little confused on what happened and why her and her boyfriend broke up. Can anybody call in and let me know why they broke up? Um... Oh, my God. Um, Well, if you're listening, I hope you're feeling better. I hope you've gotten stronger since you left that message. Um, Stop with the promiscuous sex. Don't have have sex just to feel whole or feel like, you know, that will make you feel better. That will just make you feel more empty. You already know that. You already said that. That will just amplify it all your loneliness because that person doesn't love you and they'll leave you and they aren't the person you're thinking of anyway and you could get an STD or you could invite the wrong stranger into your bedroom. It's just too scary. And uh, about this guy, I don't, I thought, I'm not, I'm a little bit confused. Um, you said there's a new guy in your life that you don't want to be with but he keeps phrasing stuff like if this, if this, then you would be my girlfriend or is that your ex guy? I'm a little confused. If there is a new guy who is not letting you be his girlfriend, but you don't even want to be his girlfriend, that's fine. It cancels, uh, it cancels it all out. Um, you don't want to be with him anyway. You're hung up on your ex. Now, sounds like your ex has a drug problem. I don't know if he smokes a ton of pot, but you said that you wanted to be with him doing his laundry, smoking a bowl, or you know whatever all the stuff. Here's what I think would be nice. And uh, I know you're just venting, but you did call into Boy Crazy Radio and leave this message. But I think that all you can do, minus having promiscuous sex and and stuff like that and doing drugs, don't do that. Please don't do that. You need to be clear-headed right now because I think uh, ideally you would talk to a professional, you would talk to a therapist, and if you have enough money to do that or if you could find, I don't know, if you have health insurance. It seems like nobody has health insurance. But you should be talking to a therapist you should talk to your parents if you can, and even if you think you can't, you know, try it because they're just people too who are, you know, have had their crazy, weird, fucked up experiences. And your parents, I'm sure, want to know you and really want to know what's really do want to know what's going on with you in a real way. And it's so surprising when you open up and bare your soul to a, to, a, your, to like your mom, and you'll be surprised at how she might react. She'll probably just wrap you up in her arms and give you a hug and, and burst into tears and tell you some story about what happened to her and her past and give you some advice and, on how to deal with what you're going through. Um, and as silly as this sounds, to get over all this, like, brutal misery that you're experiencing over the loss of this guy that you're so attached to and that you're so in love with, 
you just have to move forward. That's all you can do right now. You know, you can't be hung up on him. It's easier said than done, but you can't, like, you, you should be exercising. You should, I mean, I know that sounds so boring, but I swear to God, just fucking go on a long walk around the city that you live in for an hour a day. Just go on an hour-long walk. Just meander, meander around your city, okay? Do that every day. And if you have shit that you want to say to this guy that you're in love with, write letters to him in your journal. Just, like, write. Write it down. It feels good to write stuff down on paper. It's a therapeutic thing to kind of, like, funnel all your fucking anxiety and stress and sorrow through your hand. I swear to God, just the action of doing it. I say this every week, but I do it, and it feel, makes me feel so much better. And it's like you just get it out on the paper. And then write to him what you want to say. And then read it back to yourself. And then you'll get clarity on, like, what's going on exactly and you'll know what you're feeling about him more clearly and what you feel about the situation more clearly. So I say just exercise, stop with the drugs, stop with the drinking, stop with promiscuous sex, just watch movies, masturbate, take an Epsom salt bath, write in your journal, and then figure out, like, pretend pretend you're going to get back at everybody. Pretend you're going to get back at everybody by making all your dreams come true. And that's how you're really going to stick it to everybody who didn't love you or give you what you needed. Um, and write a list of all the things that would that would make you happy to accomplish. Whether it's like owning a fucking company or creating this thing or being a supermodel or fucking writing an album and being a, a singer or being a, an actress, or a musician, or a fucking uh, rocket scientist, anything. I don't know what the, a photographer, write a list of and, and places you want to travel to. If you've never been to Hawaii, or you've never been to New York, or fucking wherever, I don't know. Only you know. Write a crazy magical list of all the shit you, would, you could only dream of, of getting accomplished. And then... And that'll just, like, be liberating and empowering because you'll be like, yeah, fuck all these assholes. Fuck all these people who call themselves my friends. Fuck this guy who didn't love me. Fuck that guy who said that he wouldn't be my boyfriend. Fuck all these motherfuckers. I'm getting out of this town. And then, you know, you can think about that and meditate on that and, like, you know, dream dream as you walk, uh, have daydreams as you as you go on your hour-long walk meandering around the city. And uh, And I swear to God... As bad as you feel and you're crying and you're leaving venting voicemail messages on Boy Crazy Radio, and I love that, and thank you so much for being brave enough and, and open enough to do that. It's so sweet of you, and, and I'm sure you help somebody else who's feeling just as sad as you are and um, because now they feel less alone, and, that's, and you're so open, so thank you. But I swear to God, time makes everything better. Like, it'll dissipate. All the pain will dissipate, dissipate, and you'll look back, like, years from now, maybe even months, maybe even weeks or months or years or whatever from now, and you'll look back, and you either won't even remember, or you'll go, oh, yeah, that was a crazy time, but you'll be off doing something else. I swear to God, you're just in it right now. You're in it, and just maybe it would help just to think, just pretend it's five years from now. Anyway, I hope that helps. Um, thank you for calling in. Um, another call. Hi, Alexi. My name is Sarah. I'm calling from Chicago. I'm 24. I can't make your show tonight, but I was going to leave you a question about a boy problem I have. 
Um, I'm kind of new to dating because I just got out of a four-year relationship. And being a 20-something single lady, I kind of don't know how to navigate the field. Um, There's this one guy that I've been liking, and he kind of is coincidentally my neighbor, although we met online, and he disappeared on me. Um, Granted, that was after we had slept with each other, and I am super hung up on him, don't know how to get over him. I have to pass his house every day to get to the train, which really sucks, Um, but it makes me think of him, and any advice you would have would be great. Um, I've talked about it incessantly with all my girlfriends, and they all say he's a waste of time, but I can't seem to get over him. So any words of wisdom would be greatly appreciated. I will be listening to the show tomorrow morning. Thank you. Bye. Oh, my God. I think I've actually played this before, and uh, I think the advice is the same for any girl going through this. Uh, okay, so you're single, you're in your 20s, you just had, you just fucked your neighbor. Never a good idea to have sex with your neighbor. I made out with a neighbor, like, 10 years ago or something. Not good. Not cool. Never again. Don't do it. There's a phrase for that, but I don't like saying that phrase. Um, don't mess up where you sleep. Okay, anyway, so just, like, Whatever. Don't fuck your neighbors. Um, you know what? And he didn't call? And he's not pursuing you? He's not seeking you out? Well, the advice for all for what you have to do regarding that is all you have to do is nothing. Don't do a goddamn thing. Def- definitely don't text him. Definitely don't text him or call him or knock on his door. Just leave it. And listen, as for being single in general, here's the thing. Oh, God, there are a few things. Don't worry about it. You are a woman. You're in your 20s. You're all nubile and fresh-faced and adorable. I just know you're adorable, I can tell. Um, You have a vagina. You have a vagina, and men want to get in there. Some dude, some bozo, some bonehead, somewhere, maybe one that's even attractive and cool and has a job and will pay you for dinner uh, and will treat you nice, he's going to want to get inside your vagina and cuddle you. And guys have feelings, too, I heard, I found out. And, 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 you know, some guy out there is wanting to fall in love and, and be nice to a girl because maybe that guy likes his mom and, and he knows how to treat women because he respects women or something. So just trust that if you're a good girl, this is, this is going to make sense soon, just trust that if you are a cool girl who's nice and wants the best for herself and wants a real nice thing or just wants to have a cool, great experience with a guy who's kind of cool and nice, Trust that there's a guy out there who's feeling the exact same way, and one day you'll just bump into each other at the supermarket, and you'll just go from there. Okay, another thing, um, this doesn't hurt. This is something that I that really helps me, um, and I'm very forward. Like, I'm, like, too forward. I mean, that's not true, but the funny thing is I always attract, like, kind of quiet guys. That's the bizarre thing, but I also like tapping into that because I'm also able to be a changeling. And in my social life, which is a bit different from my, well, just slightly different from my Boy Crazy Radio persona and my website, I'm boycrazy.com persona, I am able to morph and change and read a situation. Like, so I can change accordingly. So if I'm with some dude and he's kind of quiet, then you got to slow yourself down a little bit. You got to, if you want to get to know him, you just got to match his vibe. I mean, that could get exhausting after some point because, uh, that means you'd always have to be changing yourself. But whatever. Anyway, I'm all over the place. Something that helps me is if I feel cute, if I feel cute, I'm very confident. If I if I have a cute little outfit 
to put on and I put my eyeliner on and my skin looks nice and I put my hair in a nice ponytail and I'm just, you know, I took a bath and I'm all ready to go and my legs are shaved. Even that little bit at the top of your knee that's really hard to shave, you know, if I get that bit and my legs are all glistening in the sun because they're all like smooth and soft and I'm wearing a cute little short dress and, you know, with a swish of, swoosh of eyeliner and some mascara, but very light, casual day makeup, it makes me feel confident, you know? All you, all you need is a tote bag and a little short dress. You can even get one at Forever 21. They're like $12. You fucking get some free tote bag somewhere from, like, Topshop. You're looking useful and fun. You know, go get some eyeliner and mascara at Target for, like, $8 and, uh, and some lip balm. Keep it natural. Keep the cheeks rosy, clean hair, shaved legs. And then know that you are allowed to exist and you're wonderful, and you have your own life, and have some self-possession, and like, you know, is that, is that the right phrase? Like, you know, like, know who you are. Like, so if you look cute, and that makes you feel confident, that's that's great, because I, I need that. I want to feel cute, because I, I want to look cute. If I look cute, I feel cute. Um, but also, have some self-worth. Have goals. Have dreams. Know that you're good at things. Like, whatever you're good at, own it. Know it. Put it in your pocket, have it, you know, keep it right next to your heart. And, like, that'll give you, like, confidence. And that's important. And that'll attract a, a cooler, better, uh, I don't know, frequency or, or vibe of dude. It'll, it'll attract a better type of guy. Because you don't want to go out with some loser, bonehead idiot. You want to, you, want to, you know, get what you attract. And you want to be putting out the vibe that you're you're confident, that you like who you are. I don't care how big your size are either. I don't care if you have acne. I don't care if you have, like, if you're, like, 400 pounds. I've seen some women who are, like, fucking 300 pounds, and they are just, like, owning the world. You know, they look great, and they're so confident, and I wish I had their confidence. They look beautiful, and they got their whole deal together, their cute little outfit, and their makeup face. And, like, I've seen drag queens and whatever, trannies walking around. I wish I could wear high heels like a tranny could wear high heels. So here's the deal. If you're a single woman living your life, this is for anybody listening, just leave your house looking adorable so that you're attracted to yourself. You need to want to fuck you, okay? And uh, and also, know who you are. And don't give all your power away. Don't make it all about the guy. Too many years I've done that. Um, I don't think I do it anymore, but I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm sure I do it on occasion. But I really don't think I do. Too many, like too much time was wasted in my life making the guy way more important than me, putting him on a pedestal and being like, oh my god, I hope he likes me. Like, oh my god, he probably thinks I'm fat. Like, oh my god, my skin, I have a pimple. Oh my god, he's looking at my pimple. Oh god, I'm not good enough. Oh god, oh. like quiet all that shit who gives a fuck like it's just I don't know I hope any of this makes sense it's a weird night I'm doing the show earlier it's a bizarre night I'm feeling a little bit uh all over the place this is probably how I always do the show and how I always feel but tonight it's uh amplified in my brain um I hope that makes sense yeah all these life lessons okay I'm gonna take another boy crazy voicemail I think this is like uh I think this is like a mean person, but I want to play that too. Oh my god, this is a fucking radio station. That's really funny. Anyway, good luck with that. Let me 
get this straight. You wasted 12 seconds of your life to talk shit. How did you even get this number? How did you even get the number? Uh, so you, that means you, you had to be somewhere, get the number, put it into your phone, wait for it to ring, wait for the beep to happen. You had to hear my voice on the voicemail, on the outgoing message. Then you left that shitty message. You couldn't come up with anything peppy or cute or, like, more sarcastic or witty or interesting. That's fine. Listen. Thank you for wishing me luck. You know what? Maybe I'll just take you at face value. If you uh, maybe you're just maybe that's just like a speech impediment. And you just sound sarcastic all the time. It happens. I have a list. Um, yeah, it's so funny. If anybody ever leaves any kind of mean uh, thing on my Instagram or my Facebook or an email or whatever the fuck, or even like a message like that, which is not even that mean, and I've gotten like prank calls during the show. It's so funny. Like I used to like. I mean, not all the time, but I used to kind of get upset or I'd, like, be like, why? Why am I being so mean to me? But now I'm just like, oh, this is great because it's still, like, energy towards this. You know, somebody else is wasting their time, and now I am talking about it. Anyway, all right. Hmm. Another call. Hi. Right. Um, well, I'll start off by saying I'm a 25-year-old male. Um, I just ended a seven-year relationship with my high school girlfriend. Seven years as a as a serious, committed relationship and about a year as friends with benefits. And initially, when I went away to college about a year ago, um, I, I didn't see her, you know, on a regular basis when I was away at school. And so we, I didn't really know if I still had strong feelings for her, and now that I've come home for summer, and, you know, I see her every day, and I see her all the time, I realize that I'm still in love with her, and she wants to keep in contact, but she wants to... You know what? I really feel like I've played all these messages before. I've got, I, I, I got to clean this out. I need an intern. If anybody wants to be my intern, email me. I don't know what's going on here. Anyway, I'm not going to answer that question, because I feel like I answered it, like, previous Boy Crazy Radios ago. Um, just to tell you, things that I'm excited about that are coming up uh, on I'mBoyCrazy.com are I'm producing the show called Alexi in Bed, and it's like a talk show that takes place in my bedroom, and I have a lot of cool, fun guests coming up. Uh, the first one is going to be out on my on my site on I'mBoyCrazy.com. This coming Monday, I interviewed the entire cast of this movie called uh, The Kings of Summer, which comes out on May 31st. Anyway, so I get to interview a bunch of teen, dreamy, like, 19-year-old heartthrobs or something, which is kind of gross, but whatever. But they're all in my bed, totally platonic and fun and silly. So that's coming out. And lots of uh, neat bands coming up as well. What else did I want to tell you? What should I do in New Orleans? I'm going to be there for a week. Um, Also, this is neither here nor there, um, I saw Ariel Pink. Ariel Pink play at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery um, at the Masonic Lodge last Friday. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. I wanted to elaborate and tell personal stories and, and stuff like that, but I'm not going to. It was a fun night. I'd never seen him play before. I couldn't believe it. It was very interesting. The visuals were great. I went with a girlfriend of mine who used to date him, and that was because uh, I'm kind of in love with Ariel Pink. Um, I have my own love-hate relationship with him, minus the hate, just all the love, but, like, Sometimes I get annoyed with him for various reasons. And I thought it would be fun to go see the show with this girl that he used to date. And uh, 
it turned out it was okay. It wasn't not fun, but it was really bizarre because I think I got jealous because, like, I didn't necessarily get jealous, but, uh, God, uh, during the show, she would be like, this song is about me. And I was like, huh. I was trying not to be bothered by that. And it's fine. I mean, he's never written a song about me, and that's totally fine. But I just thought it was odd that it turned into this weird thing where, like, two girls were going to this guy's show, and we both have, like, a relationship, even though mine's just a friendship with him. Uh, you know, I do have a, a, a deep love and affection for him. It was just bizarre how it turned into, like, there was, like, this subtle subconscious kind of, like, two girls talking about one guy and that guy's on stage and now she's telling me that he wrote songs about her and so I tried to make a joke and be like oh he never wrote a song about me um maybe this song's about me but uh I don't think she got my jokes or my humor but maybe she did maybe she just didn't care and uh let's see and then as, as the night progressed um I was talking with him at the end of the show and then she came over and then they started talking and I made another joke because I I wasn't bothered, but I was just, you know, very self-aware and trying to be silly about the uncomfortable, uh, slight uncomfortable vibe of the situation. Um, and the, what is it called? Not the chemistry. Hmm. Tension? Yeah, so I was just trying to call attention to the tension. And so we stop talking, and he starts talking to her, and I'm, like, walking behind them, and I just start going, What? I can't take this. I just can't. I can't watch this. I can't watch you guys do this in front of me. This is too much. And, uh, again, he got the joke. He thought it was funny that I was pretending to be jealous. Or was I pretending? And, uh, you know, she didn't get the joke. That was fine. So that all happened. And um, I don't know. I don't really know what my point is tonight. It's an off night. I've got to wake up at 5 a.m. tomorrow to do this thing. So if you know what I should do in New Orleans, please email me at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. I will be there from tomorrow which is like the 24th of may no 23rd of may to like the 30th of may and um yeah another thing oh geez another thing that happened today and then i'll leave you with this and i'll play a song and say goodbye because this just turned into a weird manic rant of me just doing a live journal episode uh for blog talk radio which is totally fine i mean i'm pretty sure only four people listen to this thing Oh, God. I'm, like, hoping that. Anyway, what I was doing right before the show was I got a bikini wax, and I have a new technique for all the girls listening. Here's what you do, because there there have been timeless occasions where I go to my Russian bikini waxer lady, and I'm I'm talking too much, as per the usual, and I'm not paying attention, and I tell her what I want, but I'm not looking, and then I fucking look when it's all done and she's given me some fucking weird landing, like landing strip type thing, which is not what I'm going for. I like a, I mean, this is, I mean, God, I just give it all away, but whatever. It's just fine. What I, I recommend, what I think is ideal is a natural V like old timey seventies style, like the width of like a natural V on top, but it's trimmed and kempt and nice. But then everything is like waxed off the bottom. But a few times I've gone in there and I've gotten lopsided waxes where, like, it'll be, like, a weird landing strip, like a really thin strip in the middle, which totally misrepresents my lifestyle choices and, like, what my taste is and stuff. Or another time I'll go in there and they'll try to do the natural V triangle shape on top, like the natural shape. Uh, and they'll do one they'll, – they'll go over one side too much and it'll be lopsided. And then I can't get naked in front of anyone 
because, or I have to like fix it at home, which sucks because that defeats the whole pur- purpose of getting waxed. Because then all of a sudden you're at home trying to shave the thing, so it's not, so it's like symmetrical. And uh, and if you don't shave to make it symmetrical, you don't really want to be naked in front of somebody you uh, you respect, who will who will notice you being lopsided. Anyway, so that's what happened. But today she got it spot on. So look out, Louisiana. Alexi's coming to New Orleans. This is going to be great. You guys. Thank you so much for tuning into Boy Crazy Radio and listening to me manically rant about my life. Um, please go to imboycrazy.com, especially tomorrow, because there's going to be a new Blind Leading the Blind post, which wasn't super fun to write. Um, tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place. Actually, not same time. Next Wednesday, I'll be back on schedule at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, the choice of champions, the time frame I prefer. You can also follow me on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Um, and if you can't call in during the live show, you can always leave me a voicemail message on Boy Crazy Voicemail Box, which is area code 888-666-2045. Uh, leave me a message under a minute. Don't include your number in the message. And uh, I'm going to play us out with a song. What should I play us out with? I mean, I hope there are some life lessons in this in this podcast tonight. I think there were. Hmm. Let's see. Getting over crippling fear. How to be a single woman. What kind of bikini shape you should be going after. Oh, you guys. What is happening? All right. I got it. This is a song called A New Life by Jim James, and I fucking love it. Good night. Hey, open the door I want a new life Hey, and here's what's more I want a new life A new life Let's give one thing clear There's much more stardust When you near I think I'm really being sincere I want a new life mm, A new life We
news. The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.